oceans. Two oceans will begin. Why do you need a car? What the fuck are you talking about? This car. Which turn is it? Sage Terrace. Where's your sleigh? It's in the shop, getting repaired. Where are the reindeer? I stabled them. Is it left or right? That way. Where's the stable? Next to the shop. How do they sleep? Where the reindeer is standing up. But the noise, how do they sleep? What noise? From the shop. They only work during the day, all right? I thought it was always night at the North Pole. Well, not now. Right now, it's always day. Then how do they sleep? Oh, shit, Sage Terrace. What is it with you, anyway? Somebody drop you on your fucking head? On my head? Well, yeah, what, are they going to drop you on somebody else's head? How can they drop me onto my own head? No, not onto your... Uh, what? God damn it, are you fucking with me? Welcome to the Two Oceans Podcast, where myself, Sue Fire, along with my friend and jolly colleague Scrumpy, discuss film and other media through a decades-long lens of mass media consumption. In this episode, we'll be finishing our holiday special by going through the movies with Christmas spirit. This is the Two Oceans Podcast. So get that pink elephant for the kid and repair his advent calendar as we begin episode 14. 14, and it's our special Christmas episode where hey. we're actually looking at the uh, yeah. movies that actually have something to do with Christmas directly. So, but first, um, just thought we'd go over some of the uh, highlights of the trailers this week, and then we'll get to the, the Christmas stuff. So, yeah, a few interesting things have come out. Um, I don't know if you saw the trailer for The Pale Blue Eye with Kristen yes. Bale. Uh, yes. Harry Melling is Edgar Allan Poe. Yes, I did. I did. That, that looks, looks good. good. It does, doesn't it? I'm hopeful. Uh, and uh, it's got an amazing cast because I, oh, yeah. I had a look. It's got like Gillian Anderson, Charlotte Gainsbourg, Toby Jones, Timothy Spall, Robert Duvall's in it, Hadley Robinson. It's the only be good. I was about to say, it, it, the, the director's a hit and miss. Yeah, I did did look at that. That's why I'm focusing on the cast. <laughs> you know, I like Crazy Heart. And I like I liked Hostiles, but I didn't see Antlers. I heard it wasn't it great. And what was the one out of the wilderness or out of the furnace? That was the other Christian Bale one. So I thought Hostiles was okay, um, but uh, you know, he he can direct. He he does well with the actors. He gets the tone really well, and I think you can see it in the trailer for the Pale Blue Eye as well. Yeah, and maybe this was what he was waiting for. You know. Yeah, and and Harry Melling looks great as Edgar Allan Poe too. Um, yes, and he was in the Ballad of Buster Scruggs as the limbless guy. That was, <laughs> was him. Okay, that's horrifying. Horrifying, and he was also I I think he was in the Harry Potter series as well. Probably people shouting, you know, at their podcast machine, going, "No, <laughs> of course he was. He was a he was this character, character was so important." Yeah. Blah blah blah. <laughs> so important. I have a friend that's totally into those, by the way. And, uh, you know, I've never read nor watched anything of Harry Potter, but, you know, just pure nerddom exposure, you know, I've learned a fair amount about it, what happens, who the characters are, those sorts of things. Right. But anytime something comes up and they'll get all excited, I'm like, is that a Harry Potter? They're like, yes, no, that's it. That's a Harry Potter. I'll, I'll so. tell you, there's one I'd recommend that you watch one that I think is uh, a, a a great, great movie. 
uh, and that is uh, Alfonso Cuaron's uh, contribution oh, the, to it. Oh, the, the Prisoner the of Prisoner. Azkaban. Oh, yeah. Gary Oldman. Yeah. And actually, yeah. funny enough, I think that's another Christmas one. Christmas adjacent. So it goes into the previous episode that we did. Oh. But um, yeah, very good. Very good look and feel. He decided that he'd be uh, a little bit darker, a little bit more European, I suppose, and uh, and how he approached it. And Gary Oldman makes an appearance in this movie. Uh, David Thewlis as well. And they are not wasted. They're really good. Oh, good. So anyway. and, and and I don't think you need to know anything else outside of that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, fair you, enough. You, you'll yeah, get on fine. I think you can that's drop a in. And, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, trailers. Not, Sorry, uh, trailers. Yeah, and there's another one that came out for uh, and you know we've we've I don't know how many of these we've seen. Uh, Three Musketeers, but this one actually looks looks really good. Um, it's actually a French production. It's got Eva Green, Vincent Cassel. Uh, again, has that nice sort of gritty feel to it. Um, I don't know if you saw the BBC Three Musketeers series that they released mm. a few years ago. I did that not. was that was very good. That is, I'd recommend that if you can mm. if you can yeah. get uh, a we'll chance to that watch down. that. Um, the cast is pitch perfect, um, and yeah, uh, Peter Capaldi plays uh, an evil bishop. Fantastic, uh, really, really good, entertaining, solid series. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah, the French probably deserve to make their own Three Musketeers, so uh, that looks, looks interesting. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy had our, had the new trailer. Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. And yes, it looks... Uh, it's James Gunn's final entry in the Marvel side before he goes over and fixes the abominations that were cast by Hack Snyder over in the DC world. So I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's going to fix everything. So I have complete <laughs> faith and trust in his abilities. Um, but yes, this job. Uh, it is, but I think he's up to it. I think he proved that with uh, his version of suicide squad and uh, with P and then peacemaker uh, as well. Right. Yeah. So, and confidence yeah, abounds. Guardians looks good. I hope they can sort of tie it up nicely. Um, I'm sure that's probably, you know, cause it's kind of his, it's been his baby. And so I think it's probably, he's like going for that a hundred percent to be like, yeah, let's, I need to put a bow on this. And I mean, and from a very sort, of, thing, sort of, so. of slapstick uh, point of view, it, it does have a great slapstick moment in the trailer with the, the, the dodgeball and the first alien contact. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Really good. Um, and then we had the, uh, from the people who brought us Chernobyl, um, the trailer for The Last of Us, uh, which is the adaptation of the uh, classic uh, video game. Mm -hmm. That looks, it looks okay. Um, I, I, I really love the game and I, I really love Chernobyl. Um, I think it's a talented bunch involved, but um, nothing really sort of, 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 sold me more than I was already sold on it, which I don't know if it was a good or bad thing, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Couldn't uh, make me more uh, excited, so. Yeah, and the uh, trailer for the next season of uh, Bad Batch yes. also dropped, and that right. looks just it looks like they're keeping in line, you know. They, I'm, uh, I, I'm kind of hoping that they, they actually managed to do uh, some more ties to the Andor series, because yeah, that was fantastic, and that's something that we'll we'll hit when we we get to our uh, Star Wars, which I almost classify as a whole genre 
of movie now, <laughs> right? Um, because there's so many different flavors in that universe now. Um, but uh-huh. yeah, yeah, that looks like fun. Um, and then we had a few others drop. So we got the new Indiana Jones dropped this week, which looks looks pretty good. Um, it's uh, that whole de aging thing that I'm just like. Mm. Mm, I, I, yeah. I, I think it might work here, but it's like, why not move these franchises on or bring in other actors? You know, why do we have to keep relying on, well, like, oh, these people are money makers? It's like, other yeah. people can be money makers too. You just have to let them be money makers. Like, <laughs> oh, totally. There are more stars out there. I, I, I think to a certain degree, it, it would be good to end the series on a positive note. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, much more I, I so think, than where they left it previously. Totally. And totally. yeah, getting Spielberg out of the way of the director's chair, which is a good call. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, yeah, he disconnected from what really made the series great f- for a long time now. So, yeah. Um, oh, and uh, let's see what the others. Um, oh, and uh, great. Another Transformers movie. Fantastic. That I will not be watching. Oh, uh, you know what? I, I it, it, the, when I go into YouTube and a Transformers trailer sort of comes up, it it gets put into the same box that I put advertising for like gambling or, 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 or what, you know all the the, the shit uh-huh. that the YouTube sends uh-huh. over. It, it yeah, just yeah. doesn't even register as another video. It just just right. yeah yeah. I'm I'm not even gonna engage with that. Um, um, let's see what I else. Do, uh, white noise. Uh, white noise. One. Yeah, that that started getting really good word of mouth from the states, but then some of the 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 reviewers over here have been a little bit cool on it. Um, hmm. It's been okay. been a bit of a mixed bag, but it, I mean, the trailer does a good job of selling it to me. Um, but yeah, gonna need to check that one out. But and yeah. uh, the other one I didn't see coming at all was uh, did you see the trailer for Infinity Pool? No, new no. one from uh, the 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 younger Cronenberg. Oh, really? Uh, oh, see, uh, I've, I've got to watch so, his previous one because I still haven't seen it. Oh, uh, uh, Possessed? Or Correct. Dispossessed? Yep. Was it? Yeah. Or possession. Possession. That's it. Yes. Excellent. Oh, and then, of course, uh, Cocaine Bear. Ray uh, Liotta's Cocaine final Bear, movie. <laughs> I have down as my trailer of the week. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is definitely the trailer of the week. <laughs> it gets the official jingle <laughs> gets the official jingle there um i'll tell you another one i saw and I, mm. I i i think i saw this when i last went to the cinema to see um she said by the way which was really really good mm. um mm-hmm. oh, I I think, yeah we, we we didn't record an episode a couple weeks back um yeah that was that was uh, I'll, I'll get on to that in a minute but there was a trailer for a movie called babylon Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Diego Calva, Toby Maguire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's set during the sort of rise and fall of various players in Hollywood and the transition from sound, silent to sound movies in the mm-hmm. late 1920s. Looks great. I mean, it looks looks yeah. like so much fun. And it really kind of feels um uh did you see Mank? Um uh, I did not yet. I, I I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. And yeah. and 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 just because um uh Oldman is so good in it and the the actor who plays um Orson Welles does such a great job and he's actually one of my favorites and I almost didn't recognize him. What is his name because I try to promote him whenever I can. Um <laughs> Come on, Wikipedia. Uh, Tom Burke. 
Uh, and actually, Tom Burke oh, uh, mm-hmm. leads in the uh, Musketeer series I was telling you about. Um, oh, and he's, okay. he's, he's very, very good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, going back to She Said, so that was about the whole Harvey Weinstein thing. But it was, it was really good. And, and apparently it's, it's not done well in the States. But there was a theory around it that they released it to like 3,000 cinemas. But that's not the way to release that kind of movie. Because when they, <laughs> they did releases previously, they'd release to like a handful. Like word of mouth gets out and it builds up. And then they do a wider and wider and wider release. Whereas as if you release to like, like 3,000 cinemas and, and nobody goes, it's like an instant failure. So <laughs> um, cool. Well, I, have you seen any other trailers? I think that's pretty much all the, no, the trailers pretty much the worth main ones. mentioning. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. But Cocaine Bear as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Why not? I, and, and, and you kind of expected... Uh, I didn't expect it to be as good <laughs> as it was. And, and uh, you know, also having it be Ray Liotta's uh, swan song as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Adds a little bit extra to it. Mm-hmm. Cool. So this. Speaking week, of good swan songs. Okay. We'll get to, uh, we'll get to as part of our discussion for this week. It would be Bad Santa. Bad Santa. Yeah. And this John week Ritter's we're talking final movie. about um, Christmas specific movies with a main plot proper christmas around movies. christmas set at christmas about mm-hmm. christmas like <laughs> yeah everything yeah. everything che- checks yeah and so that that would be you know the obvious ones uh miracle on 34th street it's a wonderful life things like that but it could be things like like you just said bad santa you know because as, as it, it doesn't need to have that that hallmark texture to it to be a great Christmas movie. And in fact, it probably will do better if it doesn't. Well, and to explore a story with reprehensible characters. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you've got that sort of zero character arc from beginning to end of any movie, whether it's a Christmas movie or anything else, anything. Yeah. It's just not, it's just not interesting. It's just boring. Right. Yeah. And I think so we held back on the last episode about talking about It's a Wonderful Life because every time I watch that movie every <laughs> every year, it's shocking how, like, as a society, we've gone backwards, <laughs> you know, because yeah. that whole movie is about getting together. It's about socialism because as, yes. as they're setting up uh, something to make sure that everybody can be a part of this community, you know, and some people are less well off than others. Uh, they start the housing association so people can get a decent house um, it, rather than and having to pay to, you know, slumlords uh, like Potter. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's a heavily socialist movie. And when we were growing up, and I know at the time it was a different perception, but when we were growing up, it was considered the most red-blooded American thing that you could watch during Christmas. You know, <laughs> right. there was no question about it being woke or socialist or or any of this. Um, no, and yeah, it's it it's kind of depressing in a way um, to think that you know this is uh, it's it's nearly a hundred years old and the potters of the world are dominating. You know, yeah, are winning. Right, right, they're winning. They haven't won. So right. Hopefully, the game isn't over. But uh, yeah, and and Mark Kermode actually pointed out what a dark movie it is as well. Oh, it's like exceptionally dark. It's about really suicide dark. during the holiday, which is a real thing. Right, right. Uh, a, a kid getting beaten 
as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it really, really grim. Uh, people, you know, descending into to to alcoholism and 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 prostitution, all sorts of things go wrong yeah. um, with, with without him in the world. And also, a lot of the film is filmed like a film noir. It is really yes. dark uh, mm-hmm. in parts of the movie. I mean, in beautiful, beautiful, yeah, but like Citizen Kane type contrasts in, in in the movie. The night scenes when when he's kind of going through the town. And um, the snow goes from, you know, decorative to oppressive back right. to celebratory. Yeah. Like, you know, even nature itself is at play, like a, a suspect or a character or, right. a, a, you know, it's got a role to play in this too, even if it's just, you know, happen again, happens to be there. It's like everything else. Yeah, it's a really good point. And, you know, the other thing I like about, you know, this time of year and you're bringing up and watching It's a Wonderful Life is that I always watch then the... uh the fishbone song. It's a wonderful life, which nope, if you haven't seen fishbone. the video for, oh, no, uh, I, so yeah, they, they did a, they did a song that basically in a day they wrote, recorded, and then shot the video for a song about it's a wonderful life. And, uh, uh, it's a great song. It's, you know, great prime fishbone stuff too, but, uh, it recaps the, the movie. And since the movie's mm-hmm. public domain, you know, they can include all the footage they want. Uh, oh, it's a great video. It's a great song. I didn't know that they yeah. did it all in one day. They did that whole thing in one day. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Very cussed out by my mama. That's my favorite. Like, like <laughs> the the dark George. Yeah. And the other the other thing I like about uh, what what the movie you know fills in it uh, at the time you know it wasn't known then but you know looking back sh- uh, uh, sort of forecasts or foreshadows the. Uh, the dark Jimmy Stewart stuff that we'd see in the fifties right. uh, where he did especially the Westerns and, and uh, his Hitchcock stuff. Vertigo. Where, My God. Rear window and vertigo. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. Uh, but much less, you know, broken spur and yeah, uh, the, the handful of Westerns that he made where he is, he is not a good guy. No, uh, no. he's kind of good. Uh, but you know, very gray, very grizzled, very wor- world weary, Gray uh, is a good way of putting it. You know, not, I mean, he is, he's, he's the man that, you know, the, this is the vet that's come home right. from World War II. And it's not, it's not the happy, uh, you know, suburban, you know, breeding uh, boomers uh, existence. These are, and his characters before were beyond reproach, right? I mean. Well, they were the, they were the, they were the Tom Hanks. Right? The, yeah, they were yeah, the yeah. emblems, you know, Mr. Smith. Going to Washington, it's like, oh, it's Jimmy Stewart. He's, you know, again, you're going to be on his movie. side instantly. As the, the moment he's on screen, you are on his side. 100%. There's another movie that, that, that with, you know, Mr. Smith goes to Washington where you think, my God, where have we come to? You know, uh, where, yeah, you know which know. direction are we going yeah. in? Because, <laughs> you know, the, the principles in, in those movies are almost alien to see now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, All right. Uh, Bad Christmas. Santa. Let's hit Bad Santa. <laughs> Let's hit Bad Santa. Aside from uh, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, I think Bad Santa, the, 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 those are like my two staples. Um, maybe maybe I, Christmas Story as well. So I, I have three or four, but yeah, Bad Santa's top just because of its pure assault on the Christmas <laughs> uh, niceties and pure mm-hmm. rejection from the get-go. Santa puking. I mean, before the credits are even done, Santa's puking behind the bar, <laughs> uh, outside behind the bar. 
or he's pissing himself or you know anything and he's our hero it's it's glorious <laughs> and again <laughs> the, my, the word you're it looking is. for and and but the fact that you know he he's doing it purely for terrible selfish you know survival instincts based on you know again environment right nature versus nurture and he realizes he gets to that point uh, of realizing what's important and when he thinks he's about to die even he has that that little soliloquy he's like i get why you're doing this but it's just over stuff you know, mm-hmm. it's that complete, his character finally embraces what the Christmas story is supposed to be about, you know, this, turning something new, creating something better, regardless of what it looks like, you know, and that's the best, that's my favorite thing about Bad yeah. Santa is like, this does not look, this is not a traditional family, but it is a traditional yeah. family by Christmas holiday standards. It did upset uh, the Christian right. Oh, yeah. So you know you're on the right track. Yeah. <laughs> then as well, yeah. right? If, if, if there's a canary in the mind that that uh, will tell you that you're on the right track, yeah, it's upsetting the Christian right. Exactly. Um, oh, here's and, a bit uh, of trivia. Like in the Czech uh-huh. Republic, the, the movie is actually called Santa is a Pervert, is the way it's translated. <laughs> um. <laughs> Fair enough. Also, do not do not bother with the sequel. Uh, uh, I haven't. Is, I haven't. It is it's, pointless. I, it's, it doesn't it's add anything. It doesn't add anything to it. I mean, uh, despite uh, despite the presence of Christina Hendricks, even uh, uh, it still really doesn't do anything. I mean, the casting uh, looks great, but, yeah. but without Zweigoff on board, I'm I'm not I'm not there. So, and uh, again, the 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 other like director's commentary for it, I would direct you to is the the Gilbert Godfrey podcast uh, interview with Terry Zweigoff, where he talks you about that. Yeah. making this and what a nightmare Billy Bob was. Uh, and how, but how perfect that works for the movie. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. You know, Bill, Bill Murray was the first choice for the lead. Yes. Um, which no, would not have worked. It wouldn't have worked. No, no, you need that grizzle foul. I mean, oh, there's so, and there's so much good in it where he, I mean, the, my favorite thing in it is, is his relationship to children. Cause again, the, the typical Christmas thing, right. Is like, oh, and children are just these little angels and it's a special <laughs> day for them. He's cussing at them. He beats the yeah. crap out of one uh, with a skateboard <laughs> and then he feels yeah. good about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, he doesn't show remorse for any of it. He has no problem. Like when he just, he's screaming at this like kid that is just frustratingly, Vacant. You're kind of on his side. You're totally um, on his you know, side you know, when, until a mall Santa. <laughs> un, yeah, exactly. <laughs> cough chocolate up all over your face, and then ask you for a gift. He'd be like, "No." <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, just the first kid is like, you know what? You know what's wrong with you? And he's like, "I loved a woman who wasn't clean." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right to the kid. He's like, "I do not care. I do not care about any of the trappings of this." But by the end, he does. Yeah. You know, and, and the, the, the thing that changes, I mean, the big pivot in it. And again, if you haven't seen it, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but, um, and the <laughs> annoying kid, you realizes he's cut himself so badly at that one point where he interrupts and he's screaming and it's, uh, it's <laughs> when he, he, he was carving him the wooden pickle as right. a gift. <laughs> and he's like, why is it dark? It's like, oh, that's yeah. just my blood on it. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> something breaks though inside him that, that his pure uh, cynicism that, that all those walls between mm. that and the advent calendar they ate while they were drunk. Yeah. And they have to fix and then they, they fix <laughs> yeah, it so <sadly>. beautifully. <laughs> NyQuil and a penny and, and his, his line, he's like, why is this one this? And he's like, well, they can't all be winners is my favorite. I mean, not just for an advent calendar, but you know, overall in life, 
you know, yeah. it's fair. It's that's, that sums up his character, but it's also, there's a hopefulness to it, but it's like, yeah, not everything. And that's kind of the, that kind of sums up the whole movie. Like you're not going to win everything, but you're not going to, you know, it's that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you can't win them all. It's like, but you can't lose them all either. And some things are worth some things, especially when it's special, especially to the kid, mm. that Christmas becomes something more to him. And, and, and that's why I would argue that bad Santa is one of the best at telling that story. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And from, from a point of view that is convincing as well. I mean, it's a ridiculous oh. situation in the movie, but the, yeah, the emotions got, are very convincing. And and he's got so far to go. Yeah. Like this journey is so big. And also shout, you know, we said mentioned about, uh, you know, John Ritter's last film. Uh, one of the last ones, Bernie Mac got to be in. Oh, that's true. Uh, you know, yep. the cast uh. is amazing, but uh, Octavia Spencer shows up in it. Uh, <laughs> don't know if you remember that. She's, uh, she's one of the, she's the, the hooker at the, uh, uh, at the motel, hotel, I hotel, didn't motel right thing. for a week. Exactly. That's her. <laughs> That's her line. What a uh, line. I mean, in, in, you talk about the sequel not being worth seeing, and, and, and yeah, I haven't, haven't, uh, haven't really wanted to see it. But I tell you what I do want to see is Zweigoff's original cut to the movie. Um, oh, my goodness. Yes. I, I would love to see what that. Is well. that? What is that? Please. What does I that hope... look like? Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see a deep dive on that movie anyway, just because of, you know, you look at the, from the casting to how the heck did this get made kind of thing to, uh, to the writers that are listed mm. on there. Uh, you know, cause uh, what is it? Isn't it like Joel Cohen? Oh yeah. The Cohen brothers supported on it. Yeah. They yeah, had, they yeah, they had some support to, uh-huh, to, to finish to it. Script treatment which, or something. Which um, you can see, right. You know, yeah, in the, yeah. and I think you can see in the, in the arc and the, how well structured the story is, you know, that's their, really their forte. Yeah. But they, they are good at that. What else do you have on your, um, your, 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 your Christmas Rota? What else? Uh, uh, Well, so, you know, uh, Christmas vacation is another one that I throw Mm -hmm. on to the, but uh, in terms of, you know, just because it's more making fun of the hallmarks of Christmas itself. It's not really though. I mean, it is a good Christmas movie, but it's not really, it's more of a family gathering movie Mm -hmm. Hughes did it better with planes, trains and automobiles. I think making a better about the sentiment right of it, which I think if I'm not mistaken, came later. Uh, It did. Yeah. Strains came after. So I think he, he he got some there. Uh, Elf's another one that I throw in there. Elf's great. I'm not the biggest Colin Farrell fan or Will Farrell fan. Oh, me too. Me too. (laughs) That would be a different Um, movie altogether. Uh, Will Farrell. Yeah. But in that, he just, I mean, he just crushes it, right? <laughs> there we go. Jingle time. Terrific. Uh, um, yeah, I, I was great, just going to say, when, when, when you, were, you, were, you were just talking about uh, Farrell in that movie, and yeah, I wasn't a big fan either, um, but that might be an episode that we do later. Uh, movies with actors that don't usually appeal to us, but are great because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I can sort of think of uh, like Punch Drunk Love with Punch Adam Drunk Sandler, <laughs> and he is so good in that and, movie. And uh, Uncut um, Gems, yeah, Uncut Gems as well, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Uh, so those are a few that that pop up. Um, the um, oh, what am I supposed to say? You know, and, and uh, Scrooge will occasionally just because yeah. more of a sentimental kind of thing from the eighties, you know, but you know, it, and it I mean, does it's good parts take parts, but parts of it do not age. Well, let's just put it that way. I mean, the, the hilariousness <laughs> of Bobcat gold, 
uh, Bobcat coming back <laughs> to murder everyone in the office with a gun is played for laughs. Right. You know, it's like, um, okay, guys, that's that's really not that funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's 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 kind of weird looking back and seeing what used to be acceptable. Um, did did you see Tokyo Godfathers? I haven't watched it yet. I've got uh, it in the yes. queue, but so 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 for those at home who haven't seen this, um, it is uh, an anime from Japan set uh, during the holiday season between um, Christmas and New Year. Uh, three homeless people come upon a baby and they they the whole movie is their quest to try to get this baby back to where it belongs um and if that doesn't hook you and it's done so well it's it's very very good um and it's one that people don't aren't aware of but but yeah i i I, I rank it up there like some of the the best anime i've ever seen so um yeah and and definitely a christmas one you know there there is nice nice arc there for 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 the characters um yeah and i say in terms of ones you know that you may have overlooked or missed you know because there are some good ones and newer ones that have come out that have been you know actually all right uh but one of them uh that i enjoyed it kind of relates more to the um uh, uh christmas carol approach with the different uh perspectives the different sure. stories you know because arguably you know christmas carol is three different you know it's almost vignette you know uh, uh, anthology yeah. uh because it's three the three yeah. different ghosts three different storylines three different things there uh is one called the night before with um uh uh seth uh now i'm just basically name and even like a you know <laughs> sounds seth. like two syllables uh, yeah um the night before Okay. The night before, you know, I saw that, uh, that you added that to the list. Um, Seth Rogen, God, Seth there Rogen. it is, and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Michael B. Jordan uh, oh. as well as three friends or Anthony Mackie, not Michael B. Jordan. I always get those two guys confused. <laughs> I'm terrible. I know. I'm sorry. Uh oh, um, terrible. <laughs> Room to improve. There we go. It's Christmas. Uh, but they're three friends that have a tradition of going out on Christmas Eve, but this one, they go out and they all have to experience. They've all got shit in their lives. They have to get right. Yeah. And the one thing that interconnects them apart from, because they're, they're together and then they're separate because, you know, they fuck things up or they're just mean to each other. You know, yeah, they're processing a lot. Right. Uh, is Michael Shannon is the, basically the, their, their, uh, pot dealer that they keep okay. going back to. And they each going back, you know, but two at different times, they're sitting with him just getting baked in his car for it but you realize he's doing it. you realize he's the angel that's the one tying all three amazing. together amazing which is ridiculous and they play it as ridiculous <laughs> yeah uh it could be yeah maybe a little kinder to its female characters give them a little more screen time but it does an okay job with that that's the one area i think it falls down on but there's it some scenes in there when when you know seth Rogen. there's one point that he has to he's just got this loose bag of pills and he has to get rid of them, so he just takes all of them. And what happens after that is absolutely hilarious. Like it's one of the funniest bits. It's it's up there to me with the bit from. Uh, and again, I didn't really care for Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street overall, but the scene yeah. where uh, Leonardo's on the barbiturates and trying to get into his car. Oh, do, do you know how they? I laughed. I laughed so hard. They did they, it like backwards or something, didn't they? Well, or well, well, they they so from from the wide shots. There were mm-hmm. like three steps up to the house. Yeah. 
for the close-up shots, they had this huge staircase <laughs> that, that was that was like, like fifteen steps, um, and 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 so 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 it, in his mind, it was uh-huh. all this ton of steps. Yeah, but when you look at him from a distance, is like it's, it was nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole sequence is just. I mean, it's like it, re- it reminds you that Scorsese needs to do another comedy. Mm. He's done yeah. some fantastic ones, and he should really get because that that whole segment was brilliant. <laughs> but um, yeah, those are the the ones kind of fit in. You know, some of the what's ones your kind of favorite uh, rendition of a Christmas Carol? Because there are a lot. Man, that's tough. Because uh, there was a, and there's a new one to add that was. And some uh, of them are unique. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one um, Spirited just came out on Apple TV this this year, okay. this season, with Ryan Reynolds and back to Will Ferrell, who's actually really good in it. It's tough uh, because uh, Ryan Reynolds is supposed to be the scumbag, and that's a tough sell. I mean, he tries, but you know, you know, everybody's like, "It's Ryan Reynolds." You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna dislike <laughs> Mister Perfect, but and it's a full it's full on musical as well. Okay, I, um, I've just looked up actors who played Scrooge and there's no way I could read it all out. I'll, oh, I'll, I bet. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a start. So you got Jim Carrey, Tom Hanks, Albert Finney, Patrick Stewart, Will Ferrell, Michael Caine, George C. Scott, Guy Pierce, uh, Kelsey Grammer, Tim Curry, uh, Christopher Plummer, Basil Rathbone, Rich Little, Walter Matthau, Simon Callow, Jack Palance. Oh my God. <laughs> Jack Palance. <laughs> Can you imagine Jack? What day is it, boy? Yeah. (laughs) Pick up the gun. Uh, Go on, Cratchit. (laughs) It's like he's just going to murder him. Uh, I'd expect uh, to. I mean, who played death? (laughs) Exactly. What do you got? Yeah. (laughs) Well, and that's, you know, there's bits. So, so speaking of that, though, in terms of not just. Scrooge himself, but some of the others, like, like in, uh, you know, the ghosts yeah, and like the, the, the ghost of Christmas present for me, my favorite one was from Scrooge. That's Carol Kane as the, the pixie that just beats Amazing. the shit out of him with like a toaster um, yeah, or everything. She just yeah. punches yeah. him and kicks him in the balls <laughs> and like every, you know, it's hilarious bit of physical comedy, but she just pulls it off with that pixie sort of thing. And it's just, and has no fear about, <laughs> and about what they're showing him. You know that because that's part of the point too. I mean, it's uh, well, the Bill uh, Burry ver- version. Uh, I mean, he wasn't really playing Scrooge because, as as he right. liked Christmas, he just wanted to exploit it because he's a TV yeah. executive. Exactly. And he's so, like, well, more people are sat down on their sofas watching TV at this time of year. Of course, I love Christmas, but for all the wrong reasons, you know. Yeah. And the oddly prescient bit with uh, his boss, the Robert Mitchum, which is that might have been his last role. I don't know. No, he was in Dead Abby- Man. He was in Dead Man. Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah. Um, but having the bit about uh, the programming for cats, for animals, I, and they're I like, this remember. is ridiculous. And it, it like, you know, comes into the movie and it works, you know, in, when they're doing it inside the movie. But now you see stuff now where there's channels for pets, right. videos yeah. for your pets. Like, yeah. like, okay, that was weird <laughs> that they called that. The, the most ridiculous thing is what's become, oh, yeah. We don't have flying cars. We have channels for dogs well well, well, this goes back to uh you know the the position that we're in during uh it's a wonderful life it's like god i'd love to live in that utopia that's that's described there (laughs) where 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 people who are in need actually uh 
gang together and don't sell out. It, yeah, that'd be awesome. Help each um, other. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but uh, yeah. speaking to the Scrooge thing and and ones too is the the Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, I, that uh, that is one of the best. And sure. it's well, and it's the just because the you know and, you know they talked to Michael Caine after they made it, and he was like he knew he couldn't be you know he can pull off comedy, uh, but he knew yeah. he couldn't that wouldn't be right or it wouldn't, he couldn't do it here. So that's why he plays that. Uh, I mean, his lines are a hundred percent or, you know, pretty close to a hundred percent from the original story. I mean, oh, he, he plays is right. Ebenezer Scrooge, like from Dickens, purely straightforward. And uh, yeah, at least it was, somebody said it's like, uh, you know, as serious as a car crash, uh, <laughs> something like that, because that's the only thing that would work. Or do you know what's really great? And if you go back to the original Muppet movie, um, uh, is is all the actors in that played it as if they're playing against people, like they played against it real completely people, completely yeah. earnestly, and mm-hmm. it is is so good, so good, and and such a diverse cast as well. And and I think that's the strength of the the, the Muppet movies. I've enjoyed the recent ones as well from the Flight of the Concords guys. Those are their input was was good. I think it brought some new life into the movies. Yeah, yeah, I would agree uh, as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Any of those, uh, White Christmas, I think, is another one of those those big ones. I, I, I don't it's a watch big one, one, but I don't like it. Yeah, it's, it's... the pacing is awful, and it's the story is just. I mean, it feels so forced, which it was. I mean, yeah, um, but it just feels so off and and then just the level of schmaltz and you know it's like oh you're supposed to love this one kind of you know aspect to it it's like mm, mm. no no i don't no no i'm not gonna but i think it's been used as a as a template for some of the more schmaltzy movies since then yes. which it kind of you, know, yeah, you don't even the, have the yeah it doesn't even feel original even right? though it, yeah. it was at the time you know right but now it is not uh, yeah yeah and there's yeah. a few other old ones that are good like like uh was it holiday in connecticut it's another one with Barbara Stanwyck. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty good. It's, that holds up fairly well. Uh, Shop around the corner. Oh, that's uh, a great one. Yeah. The Ernst Lewis one, which is was horrifically remade. Uh, oh no. as you've got mail. Okay. Uh, just oh, skip you... skip that. Watch the original because it's I, such I, a joy. I didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. <laughs> um, but you know, again, back to the the Happy Jimmy story thing as well. You know. <laughs> well, you know, they made and it, apparently it's pretty good. Um, there is a sequel to A Christmas Story that came out yeah. this year. And despite um, its uh, uh, repetition, you know, being the the Mariah Carey of Christmas movies, <laughs> the, the original still holds up. The original I still like. It's still fun. Oh, they, they, they're they actually, pl- they, they're, they're having special screenings here at the, the theater oh, really? for, for uh, Christmas Story. Um, yeah, I know it's, it's, it's become a classic over, over this, this side of the really? world. Really? Because well. it feels, yeah. it feels so American to me at its core. Yeah, it does. But I, but, but I think it's that, that sort of Christmas core is something that's quite relatable. Um, yeah. Sure. We talked I, a bit in the last episode about that is that yeah. some of those hallmarks are universal for, for, for Christmas. So, um, yeah, it does such a great job of, 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 of capturing sort of those childhood, <laughs> you know, moments, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there's times in the playground, you know, the, the overprotective mother and crazy dad and yeah. Embarrassing parents. Yeah. 
yeah true, yeah no it's, true. it's great it's a great little movie and and uh as we pointed out in the last one uh he also uh did the uh completely dark uh black christmas <laughs> as well um <laughs> uh, yeah bad santa we got better watch out um better watch out great uh riff on home alone as well yeah uh, in within that um that's yeah. It's a horror movie. Don't don't be confused. Yeah, but in terms of horror movies, it's pretty good. It's better than Krampus, which uh, was very uneven for me. The newer one uh, with Adam Scott, and, uh, yeah, Tony I, Collette. Uh, I I liked it, but it was you know it's just more of like eh. I liked it in that way, right? It's like yeah, right. I'm not going to watch this all the time. Kind of like the uh, a lot of the newer ones, like uh, Noel or uh, the Christmas Chronicles movies uh, with uh, Kurt Russell. Um, right, I, I know, haven't seen those. They're they're harmless, you know. They're not bad. They're They'd be good if if Christmas. you had to sit. And again, some of these, you know, it's another trope, perhaps, of them is to have for them to produce something that you know basically is not disagreeable by everyone that's gathered in the house. If you've got a, you know, families in town or whatever, and you want, you're just going to throw on a movie. It's like it's not going to yeah. offend. It's going to be pretty pretty harmless, right? Right, right. And the only other thing I liked about uh, the Christmas Chronicles is the the backing band. He gets Santa gets at one point. Of course, he has to have a song and dance number, but he sings uh, an Elvis Christmas song, and I'm like, "Hey, I get it," because Kurt Russell played Elvis. I see what you did there. Right, like he gets to play Elvis again. I thought just you know, a brief little nerd <laughs> <laughs> moment there, but otherwise, uh, you know, again, they're fine. You know, they're not annoying. You know, some of these we like give give half a chance to so. Well, I stumbled across one sort of Christmas themed. It's not a movie. It's a it's an anime series uh, or short limited series um, called "The Disappearance of Harui Susie Mia," um, and I actually watched the first uh, couple of episodes before I got too busy this week. But um, yeah, that's an interesting one. Seeing because as it it has it goes full hog on on Christmas for sure. Uh, it's set at a Japanese high school in Tokyo. Uh, there's this little group that are kind of decorating their club room for for Christmas in preparation for this, and something uh, in the the first episode, our main sort of protagonist uh, just wakes up one morning and things have kind of changed slightly, but but it it it's not like a like uh you know uh, a Christmas Carol or um uh it's a wonderful life it's a little bit more vague <laughs> about what's going on here like I, I, I need to see how this one pans out but okay. it's quite interesting seeing christmas from a japanese point of view and it's right. very much like our christmas so that's that's a bit of a surprise with some things done slightly differently uh you know through a different kind of weird distorted lens not like uh city of lost children distorted lens but just slightly kind of tweaked in a different style but um yeah i'm giving that one a shot because i've never heard of it and uh, it came up on a couple of of lists of christmas themed media okay Uh, another newer one though i'd throw out there and just because it's again the different perspective is jingle jangle uh came out a couple years ago it's a all black uh production of uh just a set about christmas uh basically and uh, Forrest Whitaker's in it, and uh, oh, uh, Keegan Michael Key uh, oh, is 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 in it as a you know good character, and you know it's fun, and it's again musical, uh, but it's also something that's you know refreshingly not all white people 
uh, as well. So it's a, it's worth calling out in those in those situations when it's when it's notable. I know there's been, I think, more of an uptick uh, of them, but a lot of them seem to uh, a lot of uh, black Christmas movies, let's call it, because it's you know, but they're much more just following the same trope of Christmas movies. It's just now with the black, you know, now with black people, you know, very right, Medea right. Christmas or something. Uh, and so it doesn't really, it lands in about the same way. It's just like, Oh, this, you know, it's my, my, it's my thing about Tyler Perry. It's like, he proves that black people can make garbage as well. Well, if, if, if it feels like, like they're putting in another um, race or alignment of some kind and they don't make any changes, it, it's it's blatantly tokenism. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like exactly. oh, we want to cash in on this. Um, but I I actually remember seeing uh, the the trailer for Jingle Jangle, and that looked looked good to me. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's it's not. Uh, I mean, it's just you know, no going in. It's a musical. It's a Christmas thing. Yeah. But it's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's a little better than your average. So I would say trying to trying to give new stuff a chance. You know, so yeah, yeah, for sure. And then way back in the '90s, we also had uh, uh, the preacher's wife with uh, Denzel Washington was Denzel, basically the remake. playing the yeah. angel. Yeah, the remake. Which again, Whitney Houston is not an actress. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, uh, no. Whitney Houston but, was good playing Whitney Houston when she was in the Bodyguard. The Bodyguard. Uh, which, yeah, yeah. No, I'd say on that one, watch the original. Cary Grant is. I mean, oh, no totally. disrespect to Denzel, but Cary Grant really owns that role. Cary Grant is is yeah I could do do a whole episode around Cary Grant movies because <laughs> they're really varied as well they are it's you know very um, well and you know we did that uh, totally unrelated but um, in the movie Some Like It Hot again back to uh, yeah. Billy Wilder Tony Curtis's character that he creates to uh, flirt with Marilyn Monroe as right. as a guy not in drag yeah and he affects the Cary Grant accent. He does. Yeah. And, it, and they, it's they like, called why, it... <laughs> why, why? Yeah. Why does that accent speak to prestige and, and wealth and something when, when you see him in something like his girl Friday or something like that, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's definitely not, or, you know, North by Northwest or anything. It's just, that's just the way he talks, you know, it doesn't really. Uh, and it's know, a weird it, accent. It doesn't exist over here. And they used to say, oh, that's the mid-Atlantic accent. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> he, he's the he only made one it who up. does it. Yeah. Yeah. Archie made it up. Well, Archie, Archie's from Bristol, and that's not what the Bristol accent right. is. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, yeah. what did you, add on, you had another on the list, uh, Day of the Beast. I'm not familiar with that. Um, yeah, I'll I'll hold my hand up on here um so some of these is, is i i i've thrown down just for sort of future viewing or or, or oh or gotcha gotcha into. um so the 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 it says a heavy metal fan and a psychic helped a priest seek the infant antichrist in madrid at christmas <laughs> i mean in, in I, <laughs> does, does oh, it's, okay it's, it's a spanish movie um, really <laughs> and yeah but but it has pretty solid reviews um Ooh. actually it says it's a spanish italian black comedy film with horror of elements course. um um the director has made movies from 1993 to now starting with mutant action <laughs> um 
yeah, I don't recognize any of the movies. Um, but uh, yeah, this one sounds intriguing. Just to 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 mix things up for Christmas, I think mm-hmm. uh, I'll be watching uh, Day of the Beast after my my think my, my Christmas meal. So <laughs> nice. Uh, the other one I'd throw in, and well, it's it's kind of tough to make a recommendation because it's a newer Mel Gibson movie, and right, okay. I yeah, to me, it's yeah. very troubling just because you know we grew up with him being such an awesome dude. Yeah, you know, like this idealized thing right and yeah um but yes yes hey there we go (laughs) fixes all um but the one um with walt goggins uh, it's called fat man and it's the basically this the premise is the gangster's kid doesn't get what he wanted for christmas so he hires a guy to go kill santa uh nice and so and and walt goggins is fantastic as the assassin figuring out he has to find santa's lair and 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 Mel Gibson is the titular uh, uh, Santa who's very weary, he's lost, he's losing a step, you know, he's old, you know, so there's yeah. the old man things in it, but also he's just kind of tired of it and what it means or what it doesn't mean and uh, what's worked and what hasn't, you know, he's kind of, a, he's feeling like uh, uh, a lack of purpose. Okay. And this, this gives him a purpose and uh, such. And he's also, but he's also Santa, so he's, you know, He's strong and he's, you know, he's got all these, you know, they, they pull in the weird, you know, mm. like superhero <laughs> things without, but without overblowing them, you know, so he knows everybody's yeah. name and what they've done. You know, it's the whole, he's always watching and, uh, uh, but he's, uh, you know, he's not bulletproof, but he's pretty invulnerable or invincible to an extent. It'll probably be on television this year, won't it? I think it's probably, it's, it's, it's been out long enough. Been long that- enough. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I don't, but it's not bad. And it's, you know, the, the premise is good and, and, uh, the, the resolution on it is nice. Okay. Uh, Okay. No. So, uh, uh, but again, with the caveat, yeah, it's Mel Gibson. I mean, my God, he's he's still getting work. The thing is, he's still good. And, you know, the movies I've seen, the few I've seen now with Mm. him in it, you know, he's still good, but man, what a piece of garbage. But, you know, that's because we know, what a piece of garbage he is. There's so many more out actors out there that I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, that I'll I mean, you know, blindly sit through that. I'm like, I'm sure this person's probably a horrible, horrible person. I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tricky thing, isn't it? It's the whole, you know, can you separate the art artist from the art? Uh, yeah. And, right. and uh, you know, it, it's, it's really difficult tonight. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm it's sick. a tricky I, one. I, yeah. We could, we could have a whole hour talking about that one. And, yeah. uh, getting back right back to where we started and but, um, going nowhere exactly yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. actually but that, isn't that, that the point of a podcast <laughs> <laughs> when you when you talked about um uh some like it hot so so you know spending this week doing the editing on uh by the way everybody out there so two oceans have created videos around the uh sight and sounds top 100 which you should enjoy on youtube the links will be below blah 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 um but when i was going through and doing the editing and trying to choose the scenes for for each of the movies in the list i was trying not to choose the scenes that always show up do you know what i mean Uh like like uh in some like it hot just uh you know always showing marilyn Monroe and things like this because dancing with the ukulele yeah right right and and one of the biggest things in that movie when, when you when you actually do get to watching it is it it's it's kind of a gangster movie for the the first third you know mm-hmm. um and 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 the and, last bit yeah and it's got yeah yeah and it's got quite a quite a dark tone to it and it's quite gritty it's almost like a scorsese comedy in the first third um yeah which which, which it's you know if you were to look at 
any representation for the movie, you would have no idea about that. And I think a lot of people that 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 think, oh, well, that's just not you know two guys in drag or join a band. I'm, it's not my thing, kind of thing. Um, but I, but I think, in, yeah, more people would give it a chance if they didn't just keep representing these movies in exactly the same way. Same way. Yep. Yeah. Well, it looks like we've uh, pretty much got to the end of all our Christmas stuff. I'm sure we'll we'll come up with some more. And there then I go. suppose we're we're gonna take oh. a little bit of a break over uh-huh. Christmas, and we'll yes. we'll come back with our uh, top ten movies of 2022 from each of us. So, yeah, unlikely to be 40, 20 movies. <laughs> we'll yeah, probably overlap in a few. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but uh, cool. Right. Uh, I suppose, uh, yeah. Well, Sorry, just we'll singing along. See each other in the <laughs> new year. Um, what are you doing for New Year's, actually? Uh, we are going to Las Vegas. All right. We're, we're going full bore spectacle. Nice, uh, nice. With some friends, yeah. Doing the, you know, finally, finally feel safe enough to do so. And uh, oh, great! I'm, so. I'm, I'm going with my Irish friends to Newcastle. <laughs> it's not quite Las Vegas, but we're going to spend a, Christmas is that like Eve. A, a Cockney euphemism or something. <laughs> we're well, we're going to spend our time at a brewery, um, so not not the Newcastle Brewery though, is it? The Newcastle Brewery, yeah, it is. Yeah, so, so there so, you go. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. Have a merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Yes, sir. You as well. Thank you. Damn it, are you fucking with me? Two oceans.